self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am Clement and we are conversation con artists back for another episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr i'll be saying instagram you can find me on twitter and instagram gram it's Instagram. What? What? I'll be saying Grim. Oh, Instagram. I never know. I can feel it coming out like that. Okay. <laughs> Mister M I S T E R underscore on point, and on TikTok you can call, find me at Eddie B Talking. And I can be found on Instagram at red underscore calamity. Also, we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show or read it letter or whatever, you can send it to our either to our social media or you can send it to conversation at gmail.com. And Tag okay. has sent us a Reddit letter. We finally got up on um, Animal Crossing. He mentions this. I'm excited. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Meat. I bet here we go. Continuing. <laughs> Red, it was good seeing your Animal Crossing Island. I got to step my game up. Another Reddit post for you. This one is three parts, kind of long. Yeah. When I get into something, I get into it. And I play The Sims, so like Animal Crossing is essentially that. So like, I, and I'm not done setting it up. I want it to look really good. So. I go full in and then I'll get I'll lose interest in it and won't play it. <laughs> so that's mm. what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's how game this that's what I do with them, like build and create games, especially when they something you gotta keep up with forever. Like it's not gonna last forever for me. Like at some point I'm gonna get out of it. So I don't even put that much effort into building shit. I kinda like makeshift shit in a convenient, accessible way, and that's it. Like I don't be I be seeing the kind of worlds people be making and I'll be like, you you why you do this i may because so animal crossing runs in real time and the real seasons and the real holidays so like i'll probably like check in at least when i lose interest at least maybe like once a month for at least because i i there are things i started playing the game maybe may i don't know but all of the shit at the beginning of the year that happens i missed all of it and i won't experience any of it till next year because the game runs in real time like it runs on real time so whatever time it is in the in the world that that's what time it is in the game which i don't really like that for this reason because you gotta wait so long for shit <laughs> so the reason i hated that about arc the game i was playing is that you had to come back your animals be starving in real time like if you don't come back and feed them then oh. yeah, dinosaurs are going to die. And it takes so long to train dinosaurs and dragons and all these different animals you have. Not only that, but your animals are also accessible to anybody still in the server while you're not in the server. So people could just come kill your dinosaurs and stuff, and you just wake up and just, you could tell that they was killed because it's like pouches there with their mm -hmm. stuff in it because they died and decomposed or whatever. Um, And it'll tell you somebody's killed your animals. So it's like the level of fortification you have to do to protect your animals, having to get back on and feed them. And not only, and it's not like you can just get on, open the refrigerator. Well, they, they do have refrigerators on this. You could get up, open the refrigerator, go for it. But a lot of times you got to get on and go find food for them to eat. Like it's hard to even keep food refrigerated because 
the way to keep food refrigerated, you still got to have the energy source. And if you don't update the energy source often, then your food going to go back. It's just a big, it's just a big, you don't have nothing to do with your life, do this situation. And I, I don't like that. Animal Crossing is not that, it's not that bad as far as like the fruit, the, the crops and stuff that you grow, they just stay there till you pick them. And I've seen like videos of people that haven't been on their island for a while. All that happens is shit get overgrown. You have a bunch of weeds and shit you have to go back and pick, but like nothing dies or nothing like dramatic like that um, will happen. So, I mean, there's not a big um, penalty for not playing every day or playing every month or whatever. Like I said, just so I can like experience and like there's different things to catch with each month and each season too. So like I'll probably check in once I lose interest, maybe once a month, at least until I've had experience every month in the game. But um but yeah. The main reason I stopped playing ARC was because of the toxic fan base. So there would be people who have built up their system for so long in this game. I mean years that they were just bored at this point. So what they would do is they would fly around to find new people who just joined the game or people where they find they done built up some stuff and they'll kidnap them. They'll like oh. get a dragon and then pick them up and they would uh, take them back to their base and drop them in a cage. And now this is the fucked up part. If you die, you start the game over, right? Mm-hmm. But what they would do is they would have the low-level people who just joined their base feed the people they've captured narco berries, which basically keep you in a state of semi-paralysis where you can see what's going on, but your vision be blurry. And so sometimes you'll log into the game and you'll just be in a cage poisoned that enough that you can't move. It's fucked. It's fucked up. Yeah. And that happened to me a couple of times. And all I was doing, I was logging on, hoping I died. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just logging on, hoping that I was dead so that I could continue playing the game because otherwise they keep you fucked up for two or three days. Oh, yeah. Animal Crossing, to visit other people, there's so much shit that has to happen. That's why it took me me and Tag so long to visit each other island because both have to be on at the same time. Have to give the person the code. And even then, if you're not like listed as best friends, that they can only do so much on your island. There's a lot of protection in place to keep people from just stealing shit from you when they visit. Um, so it ain't, it ain't open-ended like that as far as, it's actually difficult to visit or it's not difficult, but it's just like, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. You got to visit somewhere on purpose. Yeah. You can't just come across somebody's no. shit and just do what you want to do. Well, they have like, <clears throat> you can visit other people's island in a dream state, but you can't impact anything. So I can visit as many islands as I want to, but I can't touch shit or impact nothing. I can't take nothing with me. Just to see how other people have built their shit up, you can do that, but no. I don't even care no more <laughs> about these kind of games. Um, but he, he had a test of Reddit later? Yeah. Couldn't start it. Under relationship advice. My 38-year-old female wife is convinced that she is pregnant, even though that every pregnancy test store-bought and medical comes back negative. It's taking a toll on our marriage because she thinks I'm going to abandon her and our twins. Oh, she oh, got shit. what is that called? Phantom predi- phantom pregnancy. Well, you know it. I didn't. There's all a right. condition. Go ahead. This is all over the place. I really need help. My wife and I 
42-year-old male, have been married for two years together for 15. All this time, we had either not decided to have kids or had problems getting pregnant. <clears throat> After some medical testing, we found out that it was near impossible to get pregnant due to some medical issues with her. We were thinking of adopting when one day she came home and told me she was expecting. Of course, I was super happy. A week later, we had an appointment at the gyno and she had some blood drawn. The test came back negative and of course I was devastated, but she wasn't. She claimed that she was pregnant and that the doctor was wrong. We took some store-bought ones and they all came back negative. My wife is in complete denial. Now she claims we're having twins. She is buying them clothes and decorating and is pressuring me to start with the nursery. I'm at a loss and I don't know what to do. My inaction is making her believe that I want to leave them and that I'm going to doom my wife into a life of a single mom. Why the fuck is this even happening? I love her, but I don't know what to do. Forgot to add, I have tried talking her into therapy because she accuses me, but she accuses me of gaslighting her. So it is a, she does need therapy. Um, so, and I wonder if she's had a miscarriage. A lot of times it'll happen when women have miscarriages, but it doesn't have to. Um, but they fully, full ass believe. And in some cases, it can go so far as to, they may actually kind of exhibit some symptoms, but she's not pregnant. It's a mental thing. Uh, and it's very difficult. It's kind of like trying to talk to somebody who has schizophrenia and trying to tell them that the ghost is not sitting there talking to them. They see it. It's real to them. This mm. pregnancy is real to her. So like anything he does that is contrary to that, she's going to fight against it. So is this a situation where in order to help this or the relationship that you need to like participate in it a little bit? Or is it something that you need to like not participate in at all? I mean, what you know, with schizophrenia, <laughs> if you're dealing with a client that's having a delu delusions, mm -hmm. the worst thing you could do is say that, that that shit ain't real. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you know, know what I'm saying? So is, is this one of those kind of situations where you got to kind of participate in their reality in order to, to maneuver? I don't know. It's also pseudosciosis is what the technical term, but phantom pregnancy, false pregnancy, it's something else it's called. But I don't know. I've never had anybody come in with it, <laughs> thankfully, because I, I don't even know. I don't know what you would do for it. Um, I mean, he might be able to. Well, I don't know. If that was, I was going to say he might be able to like get her into therapy by doing some couples therapy. Um, but even that, she's not gonna believe nobody. Like she's not. Gonna, she don't believe the fuck the doctor telling you they didn't run blood tests, and she don't believe that nigga. <laughs> and he went to school. Um, I mean, this all web and I just went to web and which you should never do, by the way. But <laughs> all it says is that. Doctors need to break the news gently and provide psychological support, including therapy, to help the patient with pseudosciences recover from their disappointment. Because at some point, right, uh, you carry a baby for nine months. You know, 10 little months after that, it ain't no baby. <laughs> then what? What, it, what is she going to conjure up to, to kind of, I guess, make sense about how, why she hadn't had the baby 10, 11, a year? after the baby was supposed to be born. So I, I don't know how you would treat it, but that's what it is. And it's a thing, it happens. Um, 
like I said, a lot of times it'll happen with people that have had miscarriages. Um, but you don't have to have had a miscarriage in order for that to be a thing. Um, but it's difficult. So there's two updates. Okay. To this story, which you know, you never know how these updates are gonna get down. Yeah. Going, you know what I'm saying? Update. It has not been long that long ago, but I need advice from you guys about the topic. I called our primary doctor and told him about the problem. He seemed very concerned and wanted us to come see him the next morning. He said it was important to be gentle, but not feed into her delusions. I sat her down and we talked. All she wanted to talk about is when I would get the nursery started and that we were on a time crunch and how she has found a perfect color for the room and how she wants me to be more involved in our pregnancy. I tried to be very calm, but I was perturbed by seeing her that way. I asked her to go to the doctor with me tomorrow. She said yes, that she wanted to check on the babies. Either ways, now I took some advice and words you gave me about being calm and asking a bit why she thinks she is pregnant without calling her delusional. So I did. She kept changing subjects and saying that a mother just feels it. You wouldn't know how it is. Then I said that I loved her really much. Then I said that I loved her really much that I would never think of leaving her, but we needed to go to the doctor to confirm her gut feeling. She got very agitated and was crying, telling me that if I wanted to leave her, I should simply leave, but I couldn't, shouldn't call her a liar. Somehow I managed to calm her down enough for her to go to sleep. After she did, I went on her computer. I, I've never snapped, bro, he, she's talking crazy. I do never snoop on her. I guess he's saying I've never snooped on her. Yeah. But I remember a commenter pointing out forums about cryptic pregnancy, and so I went for the lookout. Oh boy, she was in two Facebook groups. One was a normal mommy Facebook group and the other was a group about women that believed they were pregnant. In the normal group, she would post updates about her symptoms and pictures of her belly and her story about how she was almost not able to have children, but that thanks to the grace of God that kissed her tummy, the gift of life was given to her and how she was compensated for all the years of suffering with twins. In the other group, the women were quite literally, and excuse me here, fucking insane. They were feeding into each other's delusions. A woman said that she was almost two years pregnant and somehow it just takes longer. My <laughs> wife would post there complaining about doctors that do not take her seriously and about me. So many women were making her fear that I would leave, saying things like men cannot stick to a woman. Many recounted their stories about how their marriages broke down and because their spouses could not handle the pregnancy. I was really fucking scared. I researched phantom pregnancies and I read somewhere that it could also be a sign of schizophrenia. So to say the least, I couldn't sleep. I was and am still very afraid of losing her. She woke up and I and tried to act like nothing and I tried to act like nothing was wrong. We were going to the doctor and it was if as if nothing happened yesterday. She was convinced that we were going to pregnancy checkup. Things got really bad when we began talking to the doctor. He was really tactful when talking to my wife. He tried to explain to her that it was medically impossible that she was pregnant. We tried to show her tests, the ultrasound we did the day before, but nothing. She got more agitated and began to cry and scream at me for making her look like a crazy person. She began bouncing back and forth and holding her head with both hands. We could not calm her, so she went in on a full panic attack. She could not breathe. The doctor laid her down and tried giving her some medicine for her to relax, but it didn't help as he didn't have the necessary tools to treat a panic attack that was that bad. She had to go to the hospital where they took care of her, did an EKG to exclude that she was suffering a heart attack. Damn. They, I mean, at, at this point, I really had no other option than to inquire about involuntary commit 
so I could not do it myself. I needed my doctor's statement that she was a danger to herself and others, and he had to initiate the process of an involuntary examination of 72 hours. After that, we will have to submit a written statement to the court to determine whether or not she can stay there against her will. So far, I've submitted all her posts in both Facebook groups as well as the tests we did with timestamps when possible. My wife is two days in the three days examination and I have no contact with her. When I last saw her, she was furious with me. She said I was taking away her freedom, which I am. I feel horrible, dirty, and useless. She is so mad at me. I feel like I'm abandoning her and don't know how she will ever forgive me for this. I love her with all my heart. I'm afraid of what will happen if the courts decide that I can't commit her, how our life will be affected. I feel like I failed to protect her. At this point, I'm just rambling. Sorry for the long post. I guess I just needed to vent because I have no one else to really turn to that wants to listen. I feel judged by everyone and pity. I just hate it. Sorry for spelling mistakes. Um, edit. I will not leave my wife, you fucking unempathetic dickheads. When I gave my vows, I meant through illness and bad times. I'm not only on the ride for the good times. If you truly love someone, you will do whatever it takes to see them healthy again. Would you leave your spouse if they went through a severe cycle, physical illness? I'm here to stay. I will not divorce her. She is not a fucking psycho. She is sick. I hope none of your loved ones ever have to go through this because their support net will consist of cowardly dickheads. Sorry for the rant, but if you want to say something, around divorce then don't even bother i understand people that make the choice to leave the situation when it begins to mess with their mental health and i respect that but i won't do that almost done edit number two with this one my wife didn't have a heart attack she was examined because panic attacks register with similar symptoms as heart attack yeah. i don't exactly know what our doctor gave her as i was so distraught but it, it was not a sedative i think it was something along the lines of valium or baldrian over-the-counter stuff mostly she has family she is estranged from most of them her sister is now at our place to help also, refrain from such stupid comments like, I bet she'll leave, bro. She is crazy. How did you marry her? Because they're not helpful at all, especially the best that are specifically the best that are going on that my wife will leave when she gets better. Just seems like you want me to get a divorce, get a life. That's the second one. It's another one, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Damn. That? Damn. There was another one or that was it? That's another one. I mean, he's he sending three three different emails. Oh, okay. From Tag. So part one, first update, then final. Um, shit, that shit got real with the damn Facebook groups. I mean, the thing about it, and people always, you know, well, not always. A lot of people, I worked at a psychiatric hospital, and um, a lot of people feel that guilt, or they feel bad when they have to have someone committed. But it's like loving people, being a parent, being a spouse, that shit is not always just like easy and fun. Like it's some hard decisions that have to be made sometimes. Um, and of course you're going to be mad. Nobody wants to be involuntarily committed, whether or not they actually need it or not. They don't want to fucking be there because in her mind, she's fine and she's pregnant and she's going to have a baby. She's sick. So involuntary commitment is, that's the whole purpose of it for people who cannot make good decisions for themselves because of an illness so i mean i get why he feels that way but like it had it had to be done now again i don't know how phantom pregnancy is treated so i, I don't know what what would have to take place or what they're gonna how they're gonna help her i don't know that you can get like a full ass involuntary commitment for it though because she's actually not a danger to anybody She's not a danger to herself. Not really. Like what what about her thinking that she's pregnant is gonna like she's not gonna kill herself. She's not gonna kill him. She's not gonna kill anybody else. She's not trying to hurt herself. 
and actually when you're pregnant you do you know you're more careful about things so how would she be a date like in order to get committed you have to be a danger she's not so i don't even know that he's going to be able to get a court commitment you can get the 72 hour hold is easier to get than like a full ass commitment where she would have to be there long term i don't even think that she would qualify i don't think he's going to be able to get that i mean the update might tell you something different but here in alabama the person has to be like an actual threat and she's not all right let's see how this goes on the last bit hi guys it's me again we have a lot of time on our hands so i thought why not update the community that helped me even if it was just to let know even if it was just to let me know that i could vent I don't even know how much time has passed, but I'm very happy to say that things are working out. I have my wife's permission to share this with you all. She is even telling me to greet you. After being in the 72 hour stay, it was determined that she had to stay there. My wife was pissed for the first few weeks. It was a devastating time, but time and therapy heals all wounds. Slowly, I was allowed to come and visit. And every day I went and I saw a bit more of the person I loved. There were setbacks, setbacks along the way, and I had to watch a lot of what I said and did. For example, the first few weeks, she wouldn't tolerate touch or something like that. Our trust had to be regained slowly from both parts. We put so much work in, and even now that she is back home and has been for a while, we sometimes have bad days where it's difficult for my wife to get out of bed or where I'm suspicious of her getting back into that state. But at the end of the day, I'm happy. We go to counseling together and we're on an individual therapy as well, especially because due to the stress, I developed a form of anxiety. But every day it's a bit better. I have discovered new sites, sides of my wife, like the new hobby that she has a making resin jewelry and decorations. Even our quarantine time has been quite peaceful. We still have still have remote therapy and everything. Things aren't not things are not normal yet. And adoption is not back on the table as of now. We have given ourselves at least a year of therapy before we think about parenting and raising a child. One thing is for certain, I'm still in love with my wife and I still love her so much. Our relationship might not be better than ever, but it sure as hell stronger than ever. Also, she has done a lot of self-reflection and of course has thanked me for how I handle things. She is lovely. We are happy. That was a good happy. Kudos to him because in a fucking alpha men and all of this fuck shit we have to listen to, this is good to hear. Um, I was gonna say the dudes that been on these letters for weeks been dicks. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) this dude is a man. Is to hear how much he loves her and how much he stand beside her and that it actually got him to where he want to be. You know. is is a good good outcome yeah i mean i'm glad so again i wonder what issues she's had because even when she was putting in the group she was like she felt like this was god giving her a blessing for all the years so so like it sounded like she was somebody that had some infertility issues anyway and so sometimes that realization that you're not going to be able to have a baby and that's something that you really want it'll it'll you'll snap you know and so she created a a reality where she was able to have the things she wanted most which was a baby um the mind is a powerful ass thing (laughs) like yeah you know but kudos to him for real like it's not a lot of people that would have stayed through that um especially when you don't understand it right like i immediately when you start when you read the letter i was like oh that's been a pregnancy and I had an understanding, but like for him, for a man who knows nothing of that, and your wife is just like convinced that she's pregnant, <laughs> like that's I can't imagine how difficult that would have been for him to deal with. Um, 
but he rolled it out. So good for him. That that's nice to hear. You know, I um I I did a video on TikTok yesterday. It was basically about how at some point your partner is going to know you so deeply that they'll understand when you're having a good, bad, somber, whatever kind of day, they'll be able to tell the difference in you. And they need their own time to manage that. But a person, your partner, giving you time to manage it is contingent on how intentional you are about helping them through that thing afterwards. Because while the suffering was primarily yours, it was partly theirs because they experienced you experiencing it. So this reminds me of that because nobody really focused on the person that's experienced the experiencing the person that's having the breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a good representation of the person on the other side. I mean, he's developed anxiety from this and it's crazy because it's like he's in fear that any day she could start back saying the same things that she was saying that led to this whole problematic journey. Yeah. You know, and and again, I don't know if she, like in this instance, this ain't one where she's going to help him through that. Therapy is clearly going to help him through that. But my video was about in general conversation, your partner, if you don't, it was about the idea that women think that when men are quiet, that there's something wrong. That's not always the case. But the reality is, if something is wrong and you're quiet, you can't just get over it and and pretend like you don't have to let your partner know that there was something going on. It's just going to start making your partner paranoid, anxious, and they're going to keep being at you about if something's wrong, if something's wrong, if something's wrong, because they are detecting that something is wrong. So you do yourself a disservice by not, you know, helping your partner understand what your experience is and work through that and whatnot. But, you know. It made me think of that, but that's it's always good to you know see this. Appreciate your tag for that uh happy ending <laughs> situation. Yeah. Not, not the kind of happy ending that a uh, a masseuse would give you. Oh god. <laughs> it's a pre pre podcast conversation. I, <laughs> I I told her that you that you call it's not a masseuse, it's a massage therapist because masseuses in the field of massage therapy pro- therapy are perceived to be like sexual not didn't know because you know, i don't technical. view it that way like when i hear a masseuse i think of a motherfucking misogyny yeah like <laughs> but I mean, you know, okay. that's they feel man i don't know what to do i had a client that was on me about that shit i was like okay okay i'm not gonna say that shit again and i'm gonna correct everybody that do anyway all right i got some letters and you got some letters yes all right, you go one and I go one, and I'll, t- I'll ask you which ones you want to go. Or I can uh, go first. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, okay, go for it. So I have a, you know, I've been picking assholes that ones that have been deemed assholes to see if we agree. So all yes. of these are fall under that category. Am I the asshole for telling my sister that she chose the life that she has and she shouldn't complain about it? Am I the asshole for telling someone they are dating way out of their league? That's just rude. <laughs> Why would you even say that? Mm. Am I the asshole for not rewarding my eldest daughter's good grades? 
Am I the asshole for getting my son a peanut butter, a peanut birthday cake, even though my nephew is allergic? Why would you do that? Um, am I am I the asshole for giving a girl the cold shoulder when she tried to third wheel me? What the fuck does that even mean? Let's go for it then. That one, the third wheeling. Is that third wheel is when it's a two a couple together and they invite another person to come along, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Let's go for that one. I don't know. I mean, let's see if that's what it is. It's a short one too. Um, I work with this girl. I'll call her Kay. And we have been talking a lot, not in a flirty way, but just talking as friends. I knew she had a boyfriend because she would always tell me the problems she has with him and so on. So one day I asked Kay if she ever had some Korean dogs. What? She has said no and that she has no one to go with. Oh, maybe hot dogs? You said has she seen Korean dogs? No, if she ever had some Korean dogs, like eating them. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, she said she she had said no that she and that she has no one to go with. I didn't ask Kay to go eat the first time. I let her go and find a friend to go with or even her boyfriend. So I kept asking Kay if she had them yet and kept getting the same response that she had no one to go with. So eventually I told her that I would take her and she said she was down to go. The first time we were planning to go, she canceled. No big deal. It's fine. The second time we were ready to go and then she tells me she's bringing her boyfriend. I tell her, okay, that's fine. You guys can go. I don't want to be the third wheel. She gets mad and says that I'm bailing on her. So I try to find a friend to go along with me, but I come up short. Later on, she ended up inviting someone else we worked with and I was kind of upset. So the next day at work, I gave her the cold shoulder and just tried to avoid her. And am I the asshole for feeling that way, or am I justifiably upset? Bro, you fucking up in a lot of different ways. Like what? <laughs> Why would you keep asking? You didn't want to go no goddamn way. What? I mean, I understand being upset that she took somebody else, but like you didn't want to go so you have no right to be upset with her the next day about you not going because it was your decision right yeah but if i'm to understand this person likes her that's what it sounds like he's saying that he knows she has a boyfriend and blah 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 but it sounds like he like her he do like her he because ain't want to go with her because he want to go one-on-one with her somewhere because he even, okay, the boyfriend I get, I wouldn't want to go out with no couple personally, I, whether I like you or not. But then she invited another coworker. He got mad about that shit too. Like, bro. <laughs> I'm going to go with him. I'm going with the couple. I don't like going out with couples. Mm, I ask them uncomfortable questions. Why would. <laughs> questions Why? that they should have been had as a couple that if they had had, it's going to make for some awkward time. Damn, have y'all thought about having kids? <laughs> I wonder what kind of mama you gonna be. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you do that? Sexual shit. Oh my god. No kink shaming. I know one of y'all motherfuckers got a kink. I don't wanna know. You gotta bring the conversation up. Shit that's gonna make them go back home and be like, do you want kids? No, I don't want kids. Oh, man, I ain't, I ain't never thought about asking you this. We've been together for a long time. This ain't going to work. Yeah. Don't bring me with you. But in my defense, that conversation should have been had any motherfucking way. And if you shouldn't be together, then you might as well not be together now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All 
most of the comments are saying he's the ex. Because everybody can see that he likes her. Like, everybody's like, you like her and got mad because you didn't get to go out on a one-on-one interaction with her. Because why, why would you even fucking keep asking? Like, if I ask somebody, first of all, I really want to know what Korean dogs are because that just sounds really offensive when people already think that, like, Asian cultures eat dogs. So I'm hoping it's hot dogs, man. I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Korean dogs food. I'm googly. I'm googling this. I am googling this. Like I don't know why you kept badgering after her. Like, have you gone yet? You 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 want to go? You have you got like? Oh, Korean corn dogs. Ew. First of all, corn dogs are disgusting in general. What, what? the hell is the Korean bird? Corn is- dogs are delicious. No. What the fuck you got against corn dogs? They taste. What do you mean? No, nope, no corn dogs. I don't like the bread. Like, just get a fucking hot dog. Oh <laughs> uh, no, no, you don't. You wouldn't like it because the bread's sweet. That's why you wouldn't like it. Yeah, you wouldn't like it because the bread's sweet. Yeah, it's delicious. No, I don't eat corn dogs. My mom used to try to feed that shit to she gets so mad. I don't think none of us would eat that shit. <laughs> like, I don't want that. I'm cool. These shits are intense. What's on them? I don't know. I see them like it, like they got several different meats you can put them on, and then they are rolling them in. And they putting them in the corn meal batter. Then they rolling them in something else that look like. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's an apple or something. Maybe it's like a dessert one. Um, I'm cool on that. I don't know, man. I got to do some more research. Let me leave this tab open. Anyway, yeah, nah, man. Like, you like her. She got a fucking boyfriend. Leave her the fuck alone and go find somebody that's available, okay? Because you are the kind of motherfucker who going to get mad because she's in a relationship. And then at the end, you're going to be going to some red pill motherfuckers talking about these bitches. <laughs> like you were supposed to be in this place in the first... You know what supposed to be here in the first place, okay? You weren't. You were supposed to get the hell on. Oh, damn, she got a boyfriend. What happened to the respect? Like, is it the, is the idea that you as a man can have whatever you want so you feel like you're going to be around until you can have her? Or is the idea that you feel like women don't respect relationships enough that they just going to hop to the next person that they like? What is it? You know, has she talked about her relationship in such terms that you feel like it might end at some point? You know, and so you're trying to buy your to bide your time. Listen, what you're doing is you're solidifying yourself in her mind as a friend. The best thing you could do for the possibility of a woman who broke up with a man or may potentially break up with a man is be absolutely neutral. <laughs> You creating a lane for yourself that you're not going to be able to undo if she does break up with this person. So leave her the fuck alone. Continue doing the work you do, not thinking about her, and go find somebody else to deal with. Because this shit ain't going to work for you. And if you didn't know that, then you're probably going to keep fucking up. But, hey, you live and you learn. Just don't go to the red pill shit. Jesus. Which you probably do anyway. Or manosphere. Red pill. Red pill is the better end of manosphere. I know that sounds stupid, but the manosphere gets fucking dark. All of it sounds off. It's black pills. There's some black pill shit too. That's real fucked up. But if you get into manosphere research, it gets to a dark place. 
Um. Okay. Oh, well, I, I said everything. You, what you got to say? No, that's it. You got it. I mean, he just need to move All on. All right. Three of these are probably not going to be your your style. Um, but one of them is kind of for Angel if you want to go into that one. Um, the one for Angel is my girlfriend likes dirty talk, but I'm not the best at it. What are some things I could say during sex without it being cringy? And I was, was just going to go through the comments a little bit to see what people are talking about. The next one is my 21 year old male um, girlfriend, 21 year old female posted about wanting to fuck old men on Reddit. <laughs> Today I fucked up by lying to my girlfriend about liking lemons for three years. And ended a fantastic night with a plea not to be ghosted. Did I ruin it? I want to know about the lemons because who gives a fuck? Like, a part of me said you was going to choose that one because the rest of them are a little sexual in nature, potentially. Um, well, definitely sexual, all of them. And, but the other part is like, I want to know too. So, yeah, what? Why? <laughs> What could you lie about? I mean, why would you need to lie about liking lemons if you don't like them? Like, who who gives a fuck that much about lemons that you feel a need to lie to liking it for three years? So this is a throwaway account because my friends know my account and I don't want this getting worse. The name that they chose for this account is Citrus Pain. I started dating my girlfriend close to three years ago. At the start of the relationship, we were chatting and a topic came up about things that we like dislike. I mentioned not liking to eat liver. She mentioned not being a big fan of fish. Nothing unusual. Then she asked if I liked the lemons. Now, I have nothing against lemons. I sometimes add a slice to my tea or drizzle a bit of lemon juice over fish. So I said, yeah, sure, I like lemons. She got all excited and told me that she also loves lemons, which I found a little odd, but I didn't think twice of it. (laughs) This shit already stupid. I don't know what's happening right now. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> the next time we met up, she came over with a lemon drink, talking about how she finally found a good brand with proper lemon flavor and wants to share it with me. I drank some and it was way too sour for me, but she was being all cute and excited and I didn't want to bring her down, so I lied and said that it was great. Sure, I should have been honest, but I figured it was a one time thing, so what's the harm in making your girlfriend happy? Big mistake. As it turns out, she was a huge fan of lemons, drinking lemon beverages, picking lemon flavor options in restaurants, putting lemon juice on every meal even just eating lemons by themselves. We haven't been dating long at that point, but even so, I honestly don't know how I didn't spot this sooner. She lived by herself, and her vegetable jar in the fridge was always full of lemons. It was bearable at first, but kept escalating, and I wasn't sure what to do. She was always excited about having this common interest with me, so I tried to find a way to get through it, like carrying sugar packets with me in secret to try to dull the sourness. A few months into the relationship, we've had to unexpectedly switch to dating long distance. Obviously, I was sad to be apart and only getting to see her for a few weeks at a time, but a part of me was glad to be able to take breaks from the lemon frenzy. Since then, we've been dating long distance over two years now and have both gotten used to the routine, and I thought that I had the situation under control. I was wrong. This is where the fuck up happened. Whilst we were apart, she met up with her friends that she hasn't seen in a long while, and apparently her love for lemons came up in the conversation. She told him about how much she loved them and how huge of a coincidence it was that I shared her love for them. Apparently, her friends found the idea hilarious and started joking about how funny it would be if I was faking it for the last three years and constantly suffering whilst having to pretend that I love them just as much as she does. (laughs) They jokingly proposed for her to tell me that she has gotten sick of lemons and see what my reaction would be to hearing that. Well, as you may have guessed, 
I guess that I'm writing this post because she ended up actually doing this and I fucking fell for it. Now she won't talk to me because she feels that I've been deceiving her for the last three years and she can't trust me, especially since we're in a long distance relationship where trust is everything. I don't know how I'm going to fix this, but if you ever find yourself in a similar situation for the love of God, don't pretend that you're in dilemmas. Too long, didn't read. Lied to my girlfriend about liking limits. Proceeded to put up with the pain for three years before getting outed. What the fuck? It's limits. Okay. Okay. (laughs) The fact that she... Like, because equating I can't trust you, we long distance because you lied about some fucking limits to I can't trust you at all, you might be out here fucking bitches, is a huge... This is like a Grand Canyon-sized leap. Okay. It's like assertion, conclusion, whatever happened in the middle of that shit was some Big Bang Theory type shit. Like, <laughs> well, how did you get here from there? <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's, first of all, I don't... To be that excited about somebody liking Limit or thinking that somebody likes Limit, there's no food, fruit, vegetable, nothing that I eat that I give a fuck enough about that the dude that I'm dating, like, do you like, you know, do you like sour cream? Because I love sour Like, it's a, what do you care? Why is it this deep? Like, she mad about this? Like, I get being a, like, I would have kind of been like, well, why you just say that? Like, you literally been sitting up here doing all of this limit shit and haven't been wanting to do it. Like, that's crazy. But as far as, like, the, oh, my God, I can't believe you. I can't trust you ever again because you lied to me about limits. It's just, are they white? I feel like they got to be white. They got to be white. You know, this this story wouldn't have happened if they were black. <laughs> if they was black, he would have said, damn, you like limits that much? I'm going to call you my little limit head. <laughs> and that's what, that would have been the whole relationship. Coming up with nicknames for her liking limits like a motherfucker. Buying her outfits and shit that's yellow. I want you to look like a lemon today. <laughs> like, it's so many different things that... So, they, they can't be black. They can't be black. It, black with black people, like... Black people will have different love languages added into the love language list. One of them is talking friendly shit. That would be a love language. Some people have that shit. But, this, listen. I'm going to give y'all some advice, okay? Don't lie. Don't lie about shit. No. Tell the truth at the beginning, even if it risks losing you something. He said, what's the problem in making your girlfriend happy, right? That That's not making your girlfriend happy. Your girlfriend wouldn't give a fuck if you didn't like limits. She probably hadn't found nobody who liked limits as much as she do. She probably never expected that because the conversation with her friends indicates that. You know, because she's like, what a coincidence that we both like limits this much, meaning that it's not a common thing. So uncommon that that came up with a scenario that you was faking the shit. They were right. You know, but she says she feels like that you've been deceiving her. You have been deceiving her about something that's important to her. And I think that's the thing that a motherfucker outside of the conversation can't get because me and you is like over lemons, but we don't know what the hell her love for lemons came from. Her fucking grandmama might have died while she was eating lemon and she knew her grandmama loved lemons and now she got them lemon crazy because of that shit. Ain't no telling. Hold on, like, she spent time with her daddy before he left to go get that milk that he never came back with. She might have been in a lemon orchard, motherfucking picking lemons with his ass. I don't know. This shit seems like it's, it's a trauma response of some sort. But it sounds like, remember we had that letter about the person whose family on, they own like 
orange trees or an orange grove and they the family got mad because this person wouldn't eat the oranges at a family dinner or like some kind of family gathering they was like all hyped up on these oranges and the person didn't want oranges and they were trying to like force them like it's just like i said this before and i truly truly believe this I really think that white people just don't have enough problems. Like real, actual, like real life shit problems. Cause and when you don't, then you you have shit like this. Like her with the lemons, that family with the oranges, like in the big scheme of things, like who gives a fuck? <laughs> just I feel like they don't have enough going on. Which is why they get involved in a lot of shit and get involved in a lot of people other people's business and shit, because they don't have anything. They need more things. <laughs> they have something to focus on. I get that the lemons might be important to her, I guess. You know, sure, maybe it's a trauma response. I don't know. But it, it just... <sighs> it's fucking lemons. Like a bigger hitch to their relationship should have been the long distance. It's difficult for people to, to survive long distance relationships. So y'all were able to make it through that, survive that, figure out a way to make that shit work for y'all. And the demise of your relationship really finna be some goddamn lemons. Like I just I don't I don't get it. <laughs> you know, is there a problem? Because if 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 somebody was intending to find out something that they believed about their partner and use the deceptive method to do it the way she did with pretending like she was done with lemons that'll be a problem yeah but is it a problem that she did it as a joke because she didn't believe that it was something she was trying to find out is it still a problem like yeah, is that you... would that still be like is deception in that sense dependent upon the intention no i because so this is what i tell people about relationships don't relationships are already these complex fucking things made of a zillion parts that you are trying to maneuver through every day do not add shit <laughs> unintentionally or not like why do that <laughs> even if she, it was as a joke like do you know how many times people will do shit as jokes and like it shit gets serious like that escalated quickly is a saying for a reason <laughs> like I don't think she, you know, because you're not ready for the other outcome. If you're ready for both potential outcomes, sure. But you, she wasn't ready. She thought he was just going to be like, what? No. You don't uh, like the lemons anymore? That's oh I, I would have been like, what the fuck happened? No, 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 no. You've been having me eat lemons a lot. What happened? Something happened. He was just so happy to not have to deal with the shit no more that he didn't even think it could be a trap. He just thought, oh, this is my way out. <laughs> exactly. That's how it happened, too, man. You be like, I mean, every, all of us done been in this position before. All of us <laughs> been in this position before. You know, where somebody be like, you know, yeah, we got to cancel the plans. We ain't going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excited okay. as fuck because you ain't want to go. Have you ever been in a situation where they'd be like, no, nah, the plans is canceled, so, you know, don't worry about coming, and you'd be like, yes, thank you. And then they'd call you back and be like, the plans are back on. Yeah, I get so mad. I already made all the plans, nigga. That, yep. <laughs> Leave me alone. I already I made all the plans. Coming. 
Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy. Like, you see all of these, like, little TikToks and, like, videos of people as they get older, like, but you really, truly don't be trying to do shit. <laughs> like, the older that you get, the more that I'm, like, these invitations for social things are just kind of, like, when I was in college and niggas wanted to go do something, I'm ready, I'm there, let's go. Now it's like, well, what time is it going to be? And where is it going to be? Who are going to be there? Like, <laughs> mm. It's like 50 questions to get me to some shit now because I don't really be wanting to do shit. And I don't know what that is. I don't know why that is or what, what makes that change occur. But I don't be wanting to do shit. So if you get me to say, yeah, you better keep that shit, don't be wishing why should change the shit because the first time you say it, oh, we ain't going, okay. College. Have fun. <laughs> All right, let's let's go through some comments. Babe, I got in too deep and didn't know how to confess. I love how it excited you and I love sharing your passion. Babe, I don't love lemons, but I do love you. Why else would I eat lemons for so long? I promise I'll never tell you I love lemons ever again. <laughs> Damn, get you out of that shit, huh? That's a good that actually is a very good response. It is a good response. But except this dude, instead of doing some shit that's actionable, he got down, went on Reddit posting this shit. You didn't know what to do. I guess you're right. Everybody's responding to that damn comment. Hell. Yeah, I hate when that uh, trail gets so long. You ain't lying. I, it's, it's, let me see if I can minus this whole trail. Boop. It's about perspective. He lied to me and tricked me into being with him for three years versus he put up with something he hates just to be with me for three years. What type of person is she and which one are you? <laughs> hey, I guess you're right. It's about perspective. Yeah. Well, I guess that depends on whether she would not have been with him had he not liked lemons. Which it don't sound like. Because it sounds like yeah. she was so excited because other people had. Exactly. That she still would have been with him. Exactly. I have something lemon sent it delivered to her with a card telling her you're sorry to have soured the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though. Oh God, yeah, don't do that. It comes okay. It's giving passive aggressive. Don't do that. Uh oh, here we are. Here, here we go with the uh the philosophicals. Technically, you didn't lie about liking lemons. Yeah, okay. You just don't like them as much as she does. If someone asked me if I liked lemons, then I would say yes and wouldn't feel a need to elaborate just in case they were fan fanatical about it. I have never met someone who likes lemons as much as your girlfriend sounds like she does. Have you tried to, you know, talk to her about the situation? Tell her that, yes, you do like lemons, but not to the degree that she does. Explain to her why you didn't tell her that you didn't like lemons to the extent she does. This may help things or it may not, but you will never know until you come clean about it. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, this cannot be true. It's like a Seinfeld plot. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is like, like a Seinfeld plot. <laughs> I don't even know what I tell my client that on, on some shit like that. I'll tell them your ass shouldn't have lied. I, I, you know, clearly I have to tell them that late in, in our relationship. <laughs> Y'all know therapeutic relationships evolve over time. Like I talk to the clients I've been working with for years way different than I talk to my new the clients. Yeah. yeah, because I know it's like we go back and forth sometimes. It's just what they need <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That was the lemon situation. Um. I want to do this one about telling my sister that she chose her life 
that she has and she shouldn't complain about it because I feel like there's just going to be some asshole shit. Like, it's going to be something that she has a complete right to complain about. <laughs> okay. Uh, again, am I the asshole for telling my sister that she chose the life that she has and that she shouldn't complain about it? To start off, I'm going to give you some context as to what she did and why I don't pity her. I, a 28-year-old female, have a sister, Caitlin, who is one year older than me. Growing up, we were dirt poor. Our family nailed almost every single Southern hillbilly stereotype on the head. We both did decently, but neither of us ever considered college. Caitlin graduated high school first and got a full-time job. Immediately, she began helping with bills, but at some point began thinking about maybe going to school. I was having the same thoughts a year later when I graduated. Well, what we hadn't known was that when our great grandma died, she left my dad all that she had, which came up to a sum of a couple of thousand of dollars that they decided to save for us. And because Caitlin began talking about maybe going to school, mom began to save her bill money to add to the sum of the money. Unfortunately, it still wasn't a lot. So our parents sat us down and explained that they had money for only one of us to go to school and that they would have to think about who to give it to. What? Bro, that's so fucked up. I what? already got down. What kind of Hunger Games shit is this? I was prepared to fight for this chance because I realized this is my chance to better myself. I was ready to do whatever it took, but I didn't end up needing to because Kate gave up. I guess Caitlin realized she wouldn't be picked because I had better grace and was more well-liked. Good God, you already sound like a dick. I don't even... I guess Caitlin realized she wouldn't be picked because I had better grades and was more well-liked because mom told me later that day that she had backed down and said to give it to me. So fast forward, I got my BSN and work as a travel nurse. I do very well for myself and live in um, 20, uh, two hours away from my hometown. I went to visit my sister because she's pregnant with my nephew and I missed her and bought some gifts. We had lunch and were just chatting about what we were up to when she began to complain and whine that she was tired and asked if I didn't mind and she vented. Before I could answer, she started talking about how she was tired all the time from her shifts at work and then having to come home to her kids and her husband. It sounded a lot like she was regretting her life. And after about 20 minutes, it was starting to get on my nerves. She would not stop or change topic. Finally, I lost it and told her that I wasn't here to listen to her complain and that she really shouldn't complain about the life she chose. I told Caitlin that if she didn't have to get married or have a low paying job, and if she had wanted to better herself, she should have fought harder to go to college instead of giving up before she even tried. It ended in her crying, which I felt horrible about. And then she went home without saying anything else. I tried apologizing for how I phrased it, but not for anything I actually said because it was true. But she won't accept it. Our parents have been giving me the cold shoulder and I feel lost because they won't listen to my side of why I said what I said. Bitch, you don't. You. <laughs> Your sister. Instead of you looking at it like. Your sister decided to allow you to go and not step down because she didn't want it, because she was the older sister and just decided that she was going to let you go. You look at it as she didn't want it bad enough. She just gave it up and she chose this life. And so she shouldn't be upset about it. She could have did. You already didn't say it that your parents probably wasn't even going to fucking choose her anyway. So what the fuck are you talking about? You sound entitled and you sound like a dickhead. And I wouldn't talk to you either. Ever again, because fuck you. <laughs> like, what? Your whole attitude about this is shitty. Like, you sound terrible. <laughs> like, 
what? Instead of you looking at it like your sister gave this up for you to do better, you just gonna look at it like she just this loser ass person who just didn't want nothing for herself. Like, bitch. Woo, people get a little money and just go crazy. Forget where they come from. You still a hillbilly too, ma'am. <laughs> wow. You know what? It's three assholes in this situation. The parents and your motherfucking ass. Okay? Yeah. Uh, you really deserve hands to be put on your ass. Yeah, she really do. To be honest. <laughs> Like I wish your sister had that that streak in her enough to put hands on your ass, because this is just utterly disrespectful. Um, that's all I got to say. I mean, this she's definitely the asshole to be so invalidating of a, of that moment. And then, you know, I I'm starting to come to hate this group of people. Hate is a strong word, but I'm gonna say hate this group of people. That be like it was the truth. Nigga, how why are we losing the idea that how you deliver a message is is still important? Yeah. How you deliver a message is important. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the motherfuckers that come to your house with a big check, bought a big check to your house, a hundred thousand dollars in it, open the door, say, Hey, bitch ass nigga, you rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you gonna be utterly confused. You might even fight thinking it is some bullshit. Yeah, that makes a difference. So just using the truth, you know, as as a reason to do anything, it's it's becoming stupid to me. Like I'm I'm really waiting for somebody to to be in my face saying that's the truth, <laughs> and that's why I'm saying it that harshly for me to call out some shit that's wrong with them. <laughs> That fucking garbage ass beard you can't grow is 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 abysmal. <laughs> That's the truth too, nigga. <laughs> you, know, you don't like that, do you? Don't sound good, but it's the truth, huh? My beard is thriving. <laughs> the comment had a good point too. Like your sister graduated and immediately started working to help the family out. And so one of the comments was the parents probably encouraged Caitlin to give up the money. Because they wanted her to stay there and continue helping out. Because if she go to college, they lose that income. And your little entitled bitch ass definitely wasn't finna get no fucking job and help them out. So it it benefited them to send your little ass off to college and keep Caitlin there to continue helping them pay fucking bills. And let me tell you something, parents. One of the things that pissed me off so bad, your child getting a job does not mean that they need to be contributing to the household bills. That's your fucking job as their parent. Now. If you want to tell them that they need to help out paying their cell phone bill, if you want to say they need to help out paying the car note for the car they drive, a car insurance, whatever, things that directly are, are things that are kind of um, privileges to help garner them some um, responsibility, cool. But when you got your children paying the fucking water bill and the light bill and shit in your house, I, I can't stand that shit. That's not their fucking job, bro. That is not their job. Just because they get this job does not mean, oh, I get a break from pay. No, you shouldn't have had them. That's that's what you're supposed to do as a parent. Now, I get trying to help them garner some responsibility. That's why I'm saying, like, paying your phone bill, cool. Pay, helping on the, because uh, most kids working ain't going to be able to afford to pay no full-ass car note, depending on what kind of car you get them. But, like, taking money from them. And then, even then, I have had parents that will 
tell them that they need to pay this towards these bills, but actually be saving the money for them for college. But even if you don't do that, even if you actually use it toward the bills that you're asking them for, I can get with that a whole lot quicker than I can these fucking parents that's got. I had a kid come like, I got to pay the water bill. Who water bill? Your parents water bill? Why the fuck are you paying the light bill? What are you talking about? I can't, that shit infuriates me. Your kid's job is not to help you on household shit. Just, it ain't. I'm sorry. It's not. Like, getting them to be responsible and learning how to, like, budget money, cool. But, like, just trying to get some some leverage off you? No. Nope. 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 Don't agree with it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it a lot. So even her parents allowing her to do that shit, like, and not encouraging her. And then, and even the, why would you do a Hunger game situation with your kids anyway? <laughs> why not just split the money and give them both equal money to do what they want to do with it? Because the fact of the matter is, it wasn't enough, it don't sound like, for either one of them to completely go a full, a full ride to any school. But instead, yeah, you want to do this Hunger game shit. I ain't going to say choosing to go be a nurse was a waste of money. But don't be so high and fucking mighty about what this, like what you became from that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, goddamn. What happened was the parents created a a fork in the road that yeah. wasn't there before. And the child that had the least confidence felt like they weren't going to get it anyway. And it took them down a path of not believing that they would even be able to go to college. So the people who fucked up in this situation were the parents. If nothing else, you should have let your kids get to, to to high school, graduate, and decide from there what they were going to do and decide which one of your kids looked like they were going on that pathway. But to sit them down early enough to change their behaviors and how they acted based on that, bro, that's fuckery. This Grade A supreme fuckery. A lot of people pulled this part out and responded to it. I guess Caitlin realized she wouldn't be picked because I had better grades and was more well-liked. Um, this person said, so she helped you greatly. Bill money she gave to your mom went to saving for your college, but you don't pity her because she could have fought against you, a choice that completely benefited you and allowed you to live a better life. You look down on her for choosing it. You are a terrible sister. You're the asshole. Like, Again, you said yourself that she wasn't, she could have fought all day long. Your parents were going to choose you. So what the fuck? Why is that even a bit, a part of this argument? Like, just say you feel you better than her right now and just, just leave it there. You don't want to say that because that sound awful, but you're already, you sound awful doing what you did. And to say that you don't apologize for what you said, for how you said it. Oh, okay. There's no way that you could have said that and it wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have been an asshole. Because the very idea and the concept that you feel like her life is shitty, this is the same, you know, <laughs> this that pull yourself up by your bootstrap shit, this is that. So because you looked out, because both of y'all were born into poverty and both of y'all could be in the same fucking position. And, you know, if your parents were even more shitty than they already are, a lot of parents get money for their kids from like grandparents and shit and they spend that shit. So let's say your parents did that. Where the fuck would you be at now with your poor ass? Like, because you lucked up, then it had nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. You act like your life is the complete 
a complete example of all your own decisions and your own choices, but it's not. You lucked up. You could be your sister. But because you're not, now you want to look down on her and act like you better. Bitch, you, she should have boxed you out. She should have fucked you up. Fucked your entire shit up. Made you use them nursing skills on yourself. That's what she should have did. And you can't understand why her and your parents, your parents put, your parents are fucked up. I mean, I don't even know if they need to be mad because y'all created this situation a long time ago. But you can't understand why people are still mad at you and ain't talking to you. Because you're a bitch. That's why. Like, Damn. I just you saw what your sister went through. You saw her getting jobs and working and helping out, and and what kind of ethic and what kind of character that says about her. And then you take her life and relegate it to, oh, you're just working this regular job with a husband and kids, and you chose that. Like, like you're the worst. You're the worst. You're the reason why America's in the situation it's in now. And unfortunately, we have to talk about that. But like you and your mentality, that shit, that's why we where we at. Bitches like you. Fuck you. You are the asshole. I don't even know. Look, sometimes when I see these people right then, I'm like, you already know what the answer is. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> like, how could you not be the asshole in this situation? Like, sometimes there are gray areas. Ain't nothing gray in here. It's black and white as fuck. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I don't know what you wanted from posting this. You're not going to get it. All you got was roasted and people telling you that you're terrible because you are. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go ahead and do the uh, the one I mentioned, Angel, because I did mention her name. Um, and, you know, Angel don't need it because, as, as she put it, she already got her own nasty talk regimen. Uh, but I thought about her when I was going through these. My girlfriend likes dirty talk, but I'm not the best at it. What are some things I could say during sex without it being cringy? Now, I, what I will say before I read any of these comments is do not say a goddamn thing that you hear in a porn. <laughs> Nothing. Even if you hear something in porn that sounds reasonable, assume it's not. And go find you something different. Because <laughs> porn just don't. It's weird. Alright. Well, first person said. And I mean. And this is input for the guys. Who are listening. Who ain't into that shit. Or into that shit. Or trying to figure something out. I like to tell my girlfriend. During foreplay. What I'm going to do next. It creates a bit of submissive. Dominant vibe. Which we enjoy. It may develop a more dirty. Dirty talk later on. Depending on the mood we're in. Next one. Okay, I see a lot of jokes here, so I'm going to give you a formula that works well. Phrases can contain two parts. This is not the only way to do it, but it's beginner friendly. Honestly, you just have to accept that there's like 5% chance of cringe, but it wouldn't matter if the vibe is overall good. Step one, say something you like or would like, or alternative, what you what they like or you hope they like. Step two says how it makes you feel or how you want them to feel. Order doesn't matter. Just be truthful otherwise. Like if you're experiencing arousal because of how your partner looks, your sexy body makes me rock hard is a good way to express that. I love that your nipples get hard when I suck on them. It's good because it's alluding to how that might feel and how you feel. Honestly, though, giving you examples won't be helpful because the best pillow talks come from the feeling you have for your partner. Wow, bet you didn't think that answer would be so wholesome. That was a good one, though. Like, you know, basic. It ain't saying no 
because I've I've been reading some on here, and some of them is like using words like hole and um cock sleeve and. One of them said, thank you for letting me use your meow meow as a cock sleeve. <laughs> like, hey. that's porn shit. That you're going you're gonna to fuck the situation up. Wow. This, like, this girl said, I had a boyfriend that was fucking amazing at Pillow Talk. He literally would whisper a sexy hot storyline in my ear while fully clothed, no kissing and not get off. But yeah, it'll be a story about us doing the deed and fine detail and some really kinky stuff added in. That'll be that'll be good if I could just whisper whisper orgasms. Goddamn! Would you would you would you prefer that? But I prefer what? Talk? Like if a man could whisper in your in and get you off. Would you? No. You want you want like that? No. Why not? For what? We could just have. Why would I want to sit here and talk? You ain't talking. He talking. He just is trying I, to help I don't want to get to you there. I, no. Thanks. What if he could do that? Would you stop him from it and be like, no, nah, don't be saying that shit. Let's just do it a regular way. Probably. Okay. Any other question I have to ask is too personal. <laughs> <laughs> Any other follow-ups is just too personal. I'm going to read a couple more of these. Oh, no, not that one. Uh, Not that one either. Okay, let me scroll back down. Okay, so this one, this one might be something you want to check out, Angel. I don't know. Go to r forward slash gone wild audio and listen to some of the M4F fantasies. Use the Reddit search bar. It'll give a lot of inspiration. Also, the F4M content is gold too. You're welcome. Male for female fantasies is male using, um, talking dirty to women and um, female for male is women talking dirty to men. Um, I listened to a few of those, and uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go listen to it. But no, whatever. I feel like you can't teach dirty talk. It's organic. I like to give my partner words of endearment, telling her how good she is at giving head, telling her how we met and how warm her holes are. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of like that. If she has a body part that she thinks is her best asset, I hype that up. I, you know, that's, and that's why I, I just can't, I just can't do it, man. It just, it, it, it does have to be organic. And I'm just going to be like uncomfortably saying what I feel are weird things. They just weird to me. So I don't think I'll ever say them in a right enough way that it makes sense for me to be trying like that. But anyway. You can go ahead. Um, I'm gonna do this one about this peanut cake because <laughs> it just sounds stupid, <laughs> and it sounds like he is gonna be the asshole. Am I the asshole for getting my son a peanut cake, even though my nephew is allergic? People who have allergies to peanuts, depending on how allergic, being in the vicinity of this shit can fuck them up. Mm-hmm. So, I just. <laughs> My son just turned seven. He wanted peanut butter cake, so I got him the peanut butter cake. My nephew, who's eight, is severely allergic, so I also got a small generic vanilla cake for him and any other kid who may not want the peanut one. 
the peanut cake was decorated, had candles, etc. And it was the cake the kids saw and it's on the pictures. The vanilla cake was small and garden variety. It was in the kitchen and I cut it up there and took out the took the pieces out for the kids who wanted it, about five kids out of twenty. My kids, most kids at the party were cousins of my son. My husband and I both come from big families, plus some friends. Adults were also there, mostly my siblings and my husbands. When my sister saw the peanut cake, she freaked and yelled at me, saying if her son touches the cake, he could die. I told her that the kids, I told her that I told the kids it's peanut cake and that I have a vanilla one in the kitchen for my nephew. She freaked out and her husband walked her into the house to calm her down. When she came back, the kids were already eating cake. She asked me, so you are you okay with my son dying so that yours can have cake? I told her that's absurd and I'm not getting into it at a kid's party. After the party, she said I'm inconsiderate asshole. I'm an inconsiderate asshole for not taking her, her kid into consideration. If he had just a little bit of cake by accident, he could die. So am I the asshole? They're seven and eight. Kids are stupid. So yeah, you told them it's peanut cake. Like pick, kid, pick, uh, don't be really putting a whole lot of shit on kids. Like <laughs> he he ate. So yeah, he know he allergic to peanuts, but also he see all these other kids eating peanut cake. Kids get shit all over their hands and playing and touching on each other and shit. Like there's so many opportunities that could have arose where that kid could have got interacted with that peanut and been fucked up. And like you as a mom, I don't understand how you don't fucking know that. I ain't even got no goddamn kids and I know that. Like, if you was going to do that shit anyway, don't invite him. Just say, hey, he want a peanut cake. We're going to have a peanut cake. Your son might not want to come. Because why put him at risk? And she didn't know. Like, it'd be different if you told her that and she still brought him and he got mad. But she didn't fucking know that you did this until she saw the cake. You are, yes, you the asshole for putting that little kid at risk. Like adults really be thinking that kids got all this common sense that they don't have. They're kids. <laughs> like kids do stupid shit all the time. Like you don't think that he walking around and these kids, everybody eat peanut cake and somebody offer him a bite, he ain't gonna eat it. He's a kid. Like the risk is too great that he would just be like, it's just a bite, it'll be fine. Let's say that. That child, your nephew, is the most responsible child on the planet. And he knows not to eat peanuts. And we, we, let's say he can even smell peanuts coming from a mile away and, and will move away from it. That don't change that they're at a fucking party and all of these other kids' dirty-ass fucking hands yep. that may touch his ass yep. can put his motherfucking ass in shock. Yep. Because even if he accounts for everything that could possibly be accounted for, all these other little stupid kids blowing their breath in his fucking face can cause this nigga to fucking pass out. Like, there are people who literally can be in the vicinity. Like, their allergy is so severe, they don't have to eat it or necessarily even fucking touch it, and they'll have it. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) Like I said, if you if he wanted a peanut cake and you was just that determined, you could have just told your sister and she could have just not brought her nephew. I mean, brought her son and just dealt, maybe let him do something else fun that day because he probably was going to feel some kind of way about not being able to come. But at least he would have he wouldn't have been in no fucking danger. You didn't even say no shit. You just let them motherfuckers come and just show up with peanut cake. You an asshole for that. <laughs> He's a kid, man. You should have just got him a vanilla cake and told him to make the vanilla brown 
so that nigga think he eating a peanut butter cake. He wasn't gonna know the difference. Well, maybe he would if he eat peanut butter that much. Maybe he liked peanut butter. But again, you gotta take into consideration the totality of the situation, man. This woman, which is is this his sister? It's her sister. Her sister. Yeah, this is a straight dick move, man. <laughs> it ain't like it was a it ain't like it was a stranger that came and you didn't know that kid had these allergies. This is your family. Like yep. you knew this was his problem. If you don't like your sister and your nephew, just say that. <laughs> just say that. that uh, don't don't be passive aggressive with the cake order. <laughs> like like that that's a big one. That's one of those big things where it's like, you really don't fuck with us for real. Like, again, just tell them you ain't wanting to come. Just because if you had told that, if you had told your sister that you were going to have peanut cake there, I guarantee you she wouldn't have came. Because anybody with any common sense know that seven, eight, six-year-olds, they, they're kids at a party. They run it around, play it. They are not going to be cognizant of, oh, we can't go over there with Billy. With, right, let me go wash my hands thoroughly before I go out here playing with Billy because I was eating peanut cake. They kids. And parents ain't finna be doing that shit. Like, there's too many opportunities for that kid to have interacted with that without him even eating it and gotten fucking in shock. And for you to act like you can't understand why she would be upset. Like, bitch... <laughs> Whew, y'all some terrible sisters, I tell you, you and this other lady. <laughs> like, you yeah. know how kids are when they play it. They're not thinking about nothing but playing. Kids are run out in the middle of the fucking street behind a fucking ball with cars zooming by when they play it. When they in play mode, they don't know what's going on. They're just playing. <laughs> They're not being careful. It's a kid's birthday party, which is a space where they are supposed to just be able to do that and not have to be worried about shit. And you created a dangerous space for that kid. And you think because you went and bought a separate little small cake that that makes some kind of somehow alleviates you of responsibility. But no, <laughs> it doesn't. And not to mention, were you careful about like cross contamination, cutting the cake? Like you probably weren't doing all of the careful shit that you would have to do. That's why it's just easier for schools to not have peanut shit at the school than to try to come up with all these precautions to keep potential kids there. But they just don't serve that shit. They just don't serve it at all because it's too hard to know all the little nuanced things that could occur with a kid that has an allergy. So schools don't sell peanut shit. They don't cook with peanut oil and none of that shit just to avoid all of that shit. Because it's very, very difficult to manage every single aspect of somebody's allergy if they have a severe allergy. So it's just easy not to serve it. You didn't have to, again, if you were just hell-bent on that cake, then you should have just told her and gave her the option of whether or not to bring her fucking child, which she probably wouldn't have. You're a dick. (laughs) Then, after she got mad and tried to explain, you try to brush it off like it ain't nothing. Like, bitch, let me step on your throat and let you not be able to breathe and let you see how it would have felt for him. <laughs> let me cut your breathing um, airway off. The fuck? Damn. Yeah, you the asshole, period. Yep. Point blank. Terrible. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't have to do either one of my other ones. Okay, well, we can get into this unpleasant-ass portion. <laughs> yep. 
if you have a Reddit letter question comment that you would like for us to answer or respond to, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcallartists at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on our social media. I mean, you might as well get it out the way. So if you, I guess, have been living under a rock, then you might not know, but every other one of us knows that the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Now, that in itself doesn't make abortion illegal. What it does is it moves the responsibility of that decision to the states. Now, if you don't know how, like Republicans been playing this game of chess for, for fucking 50, 60 years, okay? And if you don't know, so first off, let me say that the Supreme Court as a system, Trash. if you if you can predict, let's say if the Supreme Court is supposed to be an objective system that interprets the Constitution objectively, the fact that you can predict the outcome of their decisions based on who you put in the seats and how the court leans means that that is just not true. That means the the system then is not doing what it's supposed to do, if that's what it's supposed to do. This is making me feel like it's actually doing what it's supposed to do because it's a stopgap for people who really wanted to change shit going on with the country. So the Supreme Court is trash. But And the beginning of my journey of understanding the Supreme Court was when, uh, when Obama was president of Justice died. Was it Scalia? that died at that point in time, or was it somebody before Scalia? Either way, a justice died, and Barack Obama was in his last year or two of his presidency, and he had chosen a justice to put in that seat, Merrick Garland. The problem is the Republicans were in charge of the House and the Senate, so they would never vote on Merrick Garland to become a, a Supreme Court justice. So... And their reasoning was because he was a lame duck president, meaning that this was his second term and he was heading out with no options of making decisions after that or coming back in or winning again, that he was going to, he shouldn't make the decision because he's heading out. The American people should make the decision at the voting booth when they vote for the next president. If they vote a Democrat, then that president should get to choose. If they vote a Republican, that president should get to choose. As we all know, the next president after Barack Obama was Donald Trump. And what happened while while I'm on this path, what happened is Neil Gorsuch was the conservative that they put in the Supreme Court first. Now, he don't seem to be an overt conservative. He seems to be more pro-business. But his answer on Roe v. Wade was still on some, I'm going to say I'm not going to do nothing with Roe v. Wade because there's precedent, but I may do something with it, which is what the Republicans have been looking for. Now, once the next justice died and Brett Kavanaugh got in, that was the trigger point for conservatives believing that now it's possible to overturn Roe v. Wade. That's the moment where their minds thought 
we could overturn this, where the Supreme Court's actions became predictable because they were putting conservative judges in. And this is when all of these states started creating these trigger laws. Now, what that means is that these conservative states believed that it was possible for Roe v. Wade to be overturned. However, if you wait for Roe v. Wade to overturn, then the process of getting laws into the books would be a time-consuming process. So what they did was create laws that were based around if Roe v. Wade becomes overturned. Yeah, they were changing so, shit hours after the decision came down. Yeah, like because the trigger because the laws have already been passed. If you notice in Alabama, all during Trump's presidency, a lot of the um what do they call begins with an A? Um amendments. amendments. All of the amendments that they're putting on there to the Constitution, a lot of them have been about birth, a lot of them have been about abortion, a lot of them have been about a lot of little things that haven't been legal. But they can put in Alabama's constitution and in Alabama's laws in order to have that shit already set up when that shit come about. And that lady judge, I can't remember her name, when she got in there, it was Trump knew that this was going to be the case when he was debating Hillary Clinton. He said that we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. We got pro-life judges. We're going to get them in there and we're going to overturn Roe v. Wade, even though every single one of them judges said that they weren't going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Every single one of them. And now, here we are rolling back 50 years, at least, of women's struggle and fight for more body autonomy and rolling that shit all the way back. At least for half of the country. And not only are they rolling that shit back, like, it's not like, okay, yeah, we're happy that you can't do this in our state. They will cause you legal consequences if you go to another state. Yep. They will cause you legal consequences if you help somebody get to another state. Like, they are literally trying to criminalize a woman making a decision about her body. Not only that, like... And this has always been my issue with pro-life people. Y'all ain't pro-life. You're not pro-life. Stop saying that. You're pro-birth. Because when these kids get here, you don't give a fuck. But not only that, now there's also all of this talk about contraceptives. So, like, it ain't about babies that are conceived already. You want to even stop <laughs> people from actively conceiving these, child, because, these children. Because now they're talking about doing stuff with uh, birth control and contraceptives and plan well plan b goes along with um abortion but contraceptives like y'all really want to come after that it's not about birth then so stop saying that that's all about, stop saying or life you're not pro-life you are pro-birth you are pro when the child is in the womb them nine months but once that child enters this world y'all don't give a fuck so stop Please, please stop. I mean, y'all doing this on the back of a horrific school shooting <laughs> where the, the the suggestions for how to even fix that has been shit like giving teachers guns. 
Like, y'all don't give a fuck about these kids. Stop saying that. Stop saying that. You don't. You're not pro-life. You're pro-birth. Um, and did you see the 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 Trump rally? I don't know the white lady's name. I really don't give a fuck about half of these people enough to remember their names. But the lady that made the comment about protecting white life. Mm-hmm. Did you see I that? I saw that, yeah. Did you see that Thank she you, came Thank you, Donald out? Trump, for protecting white life. But look, th- then she came and posted a picture. So apparently she got a bunch of little biracial grandchildren. So to prove that she's not racist, even though she said what the fuck she said, now we're supposed to be like, well, she's got biracial grandkids. Me and she she didn't mean what she said it. What you mean? I'm gonna Girl, fuck. If you got biracial grandkids, act like it. <laughs> you didn't act like it. Okay. And like now it. you can't take the shit back. You cannot take it back. Your it's grandkids all over will forever be stained with the understanding that they fucking grandmama yep. is a racist. And will thank prefer you for them to not exist. Yep. She'll prefer y'all to not exist. You, ma'am, would prefer your fucking grandkids to not exist. You said it out loud in front of the world. And motherfuckers clapped for you. So they believe it too. Yep. It's, 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 and you, you know what? There's several things that's irritating about this for me. Because I got into a, a back and forth with one of my friends on Facebook. And it's... You know, friend by association, right? I met him. He's cool. We have two different ideological setups. That's just what it is. He had a post that says, if you were trying to force a needle into my arm last year, then I don't want to hear my body, my choice from you now. And I'm like, bro. But y'all were saying that last year about the mask and about the, the same people that are now saying that women don't shouldn't be making these or that the government shouldn't be y'all are marching and shit about them fucking masks and about not getting vaccinated and y'all were y'all were literally screaming my body my choice the government can't tell me but now you're on the other side of it and you're like the government should be able to tell us but see this is one of those things (laughs) that a man has the luxury of having a voice on and can have this opinion. Like the amount of privilege that's rooted in the shit that he said, because this don't affect him. It don't bother him. It don't impact him. He can make this hundreds years long battle that women have had to get to this point be reversed. He can have that opinion, but to compare it, to some shit that just showed up two years ago that, that like the logic just isn't sound for me and i told him i said listen what i'm saying is that these two things have their own compartments you can like i would respect you saying periodically until you died fuck all them motherfuckers that tried to force a needle into my arm i would be perfectly fine with that but to conflate something, and mind you, he never got the shot. <laughs> to say that something that people try to do is the same as something that people actually achieved to take away through legislation. 
It's stupid. That's the first group I have a problem with. The second group I have a problem with is twofold. I have a problem with Christians as a whole, but I have a problem with the Christians who don't agree with these decisions, who are trying to separate who they say are extremist Christians who wanted this decision to be made. I'm upset with those Christians because by all accounts, they are you. Y'all are in the same situation. If y'all all walked in the same church, y'all be praising Jesus the same and singing the, clapping the same claps and singing the same fucking songs. So you're not going to come out here and act like you're above them because they've determined that the system dictates this. The reality is y'all motherfuckers been voting the same way they've been voting. You've been voting for people that created this situation that made this shit happen, and you're not finna get the luxury of saying, I hate that this decision was made. Because you don't. You don't hate that this decision was made. You feel the fucking same way about abortion. You feel the same way about life. And, and it may be a group of you who don't feel that way because your social justice advocacy is strong, or some of you have had physical issues that have led you to understand the necessity of this thing, or maybe you're well-researched, but most of you are okay with this ruling. You're just not okay with how the other group of Christians that you're not trying to accept as a part of your group are marketing it and making Christianity look. The whole Christianity angle too, Creating laws based off of a religion that not everybody practices is stupid as shit ever. And it just goes to show this is why people hate Christians. <laughs> like everybody doesn't even follow the Bible, Christianity, but these laws are being based off of that. Because all of these conservatives get up talking about Jesus and God and killing babies and all of this shit. So all of this is being based off of a religion that not even everybody practices but they have to follow these laws based off of your religious beliefs. And it's okay. It's okay because it's your religious belief. But if we were making laws based off the Quran, Christians would be all up, oh God, I don't follow the Quran. Why am I having to, it'd be that. That's how everybody else feel, bitch. <laughs> because this is what y'all are doing. And it's so ridiculous. It's not even just, you know, they keep talking about like women who get pregnant and just decide that they want to have an abortion. But this also impacts people that have atopic pregnancies, pregnancies that, that we know from jump ain't going to be viable. You're not able to terminate those either. So you carry it for nine months, a child that you know that you're never going to be able to take care of because you can't terminate it because that's included too. Like I just, at this point, and I'm so fucking serious, I really wish that since they just like throwing money around that Republicans would just offer money. And that if, if there were any places that were offer offer a asylum to Americans that wanted to come, just get, cut everybody a check and tell the people they want to leave, they can fucking leave. I would be on board. You hear me? I would take that money and me and Remy would be gone so fucking fast. At this point, I just really hate living here. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing good about it. We're in a recession that nobody's talking about. Everything is so expensive. You know, people can't afford to live in homes and shit, rent. Everything is so expensive. 
And now we doing this shit on top of that during this time. I'm just tired, to be honest. I'm tired. I just really hate being here. And if given the opportunity, and I know that there are people that ain't going to run me off. They can have this shit. They can. <laughs> you, are, you can run me off. There are things, if I had a roommate that was coming in my room, shitting on my bed every night, that's enough for me to say, you know what? He can have this shit. I'm moving. <laughs> like, there are things that could occur that will make me be like, you can have this shit. And that's where I'm at with America right now. If given the opportunity to leave and let them just be here with, the, with each other, I would 100%. You can have it. You can fucking have it. I would figure some shit out somewhere else. Because this is trash. <laughs> like, and if you see how the world views America now, like everybody's finding out that America is just one big ass Ponzi scheme. <laughs> like, it's always been trash. They were just really, really good at presenting it in a good way. And now everybody sees like it's awful. Like hearing other people from other countries, they pity us. They pity us. The world is looking at us and it's just like, what the fuck is the Americans doing? And for those who listen to us that don't live here, it is trash. We know. <laughs> like the ones of us with sense, we know that we're living in a dumpster fire. We know. We're, we're not unaware. When you see these bullshit ass people talking, it make it maybe make it seem like, but we know. We know. And then there was another white, again, I don't even give a fuck enough about these people to remember their names. There was another white senator that said something about going after some of these other, he named two specific um, cases that re revolved around segregation that he felt like needs to be reversed as well. And then Clarence Thomas, old bitch ass, this nigga. I just, I'm tired. I, just, I really am. I would leave. I really would. I would 100% let them have this shit and watch it burn with the rest of the world. I would. So Republicans, you want to come up with a plan to get rid of I, I, I will be the first one to take the ticket. <laughs> I'll go. You can have this. And then y'all can have your, your world where y'all live in denial. Because the fact of the matter is a lot of these white men that voted on this has had mistresses that have had abortions so that they can keep their images. You know what? It's not going to change their ability and to do it. And it's not going to change it. No. Because what's going to happen is their mistresses and or their daughters are going to go on a surprise and or desired vacation to yep. Costa Rica for the summer and leave pregnant and come back not. Yep. Because this shit ain't going to change nope. people's access to that shit. This is it's what going to, uh, It's going it's to change poor people's yeah. access. And and it's going to be like it was before. There were people getting these back alley abortions before when it was illegal. It didn't stop people from doing it. They just weren't doing it safely. They were still making the attempt. That's It's not. So for the people, because I know people are like, well, no, it's not going to be all the states. It's not. But somebody that lives in Alabama who is poor and living in poverty is not going to have the money to fly to California or one of the, because it's going to be one of those states that are that aren't going to change they ain't gonna have the money to even fly there or be able to handle if they do actually come after them for leaving the state and go and going to commit a crime and check because that alabama has something on the books where they can do that apparently so i, I just it's so it's so trash like i 
I can't even say I'm disappointed at this point because again, like what with everything that's going on in this country right now, this par for the course. Like we've been living in a dumpster fire for quite a while. The fire just gets hotter and higher. But like it wasn't shocking. And I mean, it, it leaked what like a month ago, a month or two ago. We knew this was coming. Yeah. Like we knew that they were they were gonna do this. So it wasn't that it was a surprise. It's just kind of like one of those things where it's like, it's really trash. Like, there's no redeeming qualities of being here anymore. None. I really just, they could have it. Like I said, I, I would leave. I would 100% leave and start again in another place. English speaking preferable just because I don't have, I don't speak any other languages. I could learn, but like, I just, I don't. I don't, I don't know. So I'm going to talk about other legislation that has been um, ruled on by all of the conservatives. Um, Because it's six conservatives and three liberals. And a lot of these rulings have been six to three, meaning that the conservatives are turning the country conservative. That's what's happening. And these are lifelong appointments. Which we we in this to somebody die. So Roberts, I think, has talked about leaving. The problem is if he don't leave before Biden's presidency is up. This is gonna be another Republican. I mean, maybe. I don't know if this helps the Republicans. We'll see during the midterm. 90% 90% of the country or 80, 80 or 90%, either way, it's a large block of the country does not want abortion rights overturned. And so this may not help Republicans during the midterm. We're going to have to see during the midterm what this does to the country and how they uh, perceive this situation. But Roberts maybe go, Alito, he don't look too old, so he probably got some time. And Thomas, Thomas is on his way out. Um. If he keep having the day that he deserve, then he's going to be out very soon. <laughs> if he have the day he deserve every day, he, he going to get hit by a car or some shit. I ain't saying he should. I'm just saying that he deserves some rough days. Abortion rights, clearly. Now, what sparked this overturn is that Mississippi... Um, rule, they rule that a Mississippi law bans most abortions after 15 weeks is constitutional and overturn the constitutional right to abortion established by Roe v. Wade. Another 6-3 to three vote conservative led is the New York State and Rifle and Pistol Association. The court ruled that states with strict limits on carrying guns in public violate the Second Amendment. What this means is that they can so conceal guns, but they, they can conceal kill. carry in New York without a license. And I just it, it it's crazy to me how they are so willfully ignorant about how backwards this is. Like these two things clash. They're literally uh, literally allowing greater access to things that take life away while saying that life is so sacred that the federal government shouldn't say that you can't stop it from coming here. So the so states are smart enough to be able to make decisions about um, abortion, but not about guns. You're going to leave it up to the states for that shit, but not, not about the guns. They don't need to do that. Another six to three 
um, separation of church and state. The court ruled that main pro uh, a main program that excludes religious schools from a state tuition program is a violation of the free exercise of religion. That whole church and state, I hope they know that that means that it's not everybody going to be doing Christianity. That's what that means. Like, you're going to have to be okay with the other shit, too, because your religion is not the only one that exists. So, yeah. like, if you're going to open that fucking door, you open that door to Wiccans, you open that door to Muslims, you open that door to Buddhists, like, your kid is going to be around that shit, too. Because religion, not Christianity, religion. So. That's going to open up a lot. They, they and, it's, there. and it's crazy because these religious schools end up being tax exempt and yep. they get the same amount of money that goes to a program like y'all already accounted for the religious component of religious schools. Make them motherfuckers pay taxes and give them the same amount of state money that everybody else get. But religious schools being involved in a system where they get money from the state, they already at an advantage over other ones like. I mean, just say you're putting Christianity above everything else. Yep. I mean, we already know that's what America doing, but like the Supreme Court is doing it now, a system that is supposed to be objective. And it's really, really irritating to me right now. And I'm scrolling down here and I'm seeing all of their pictures and they just smiling. Yep. They just smiling. And it's like, clearly this is the picture that they got for them on here. But like, it, it's just a devious ass smile. I just can't understand. I just can't believe that the Bible that these people believe in is one that is letting them into heaven. It don't make sense. Let's see. It's other ones that's been going on. Uh, First Amendment in public forums. Everybody voted 9 to 0 on that. First Amendment in censures. 9 to 0 on that. Religion and the death penalty. 8 to 1 on that. But the only holdout for this is fucking Clarence Thomas. The court ruled that Texas would violate a federal law protecting religious freedom if it executed a death row inmate without allowing his pastor to touch him and pray aloud in the execution chamber. I imagine this means that this person is not a Christian. Oh. I imagine. Now, everybody else is voting because logically we have to say that if religion, all religion is respected the same here, that we have to allow this, but Mr. Thomas don't feel the same way. Now, I don't know if that's the case or not. I'm just, it just, that would be the only reason it, it that it sounds like one would leave, but I don't know the, I don't know the case um, specifically. Uh, but it, it would only make sense to me that like Clarence Thomas just don't respect the religion of the person doing it to say that. I wish they would just say we want Christians Christian religious freedom. I don't know. It, it is. It's, it's looking like the issue is touching him. I guess maybe they ain't allowed to touch him. I mean, Christians use do, touch. Like, I don't. Why would that be a thing? Like, there are Christian pastors that do the whole like putting, you know, holy water and touch, like that. I don't know why that would be a thing. Why they would care. Okay, maybe I'm, I'm wrong about that. Hold on. State laws differ and have vacillated, vacillated as to whether and to what extent spiritual advisors may be present in the execution chamber. In 2019, the court upheld Alabama's, Alabama's refusal to allow an imam present at the execution of a Muslim man, even uh, though the state at the time permitted a Christian chaplain to be present. Okay, a it is. Later, yeah. A month later, the court prohibited Texas from 
executing a Buddhist inmate unless he was allowed to have a Buddhist priest present. As a result, Texas passed a law prohibiting all spiritual advisors from the execution chamber, but then after another legal challenge, reversed course to allow their presence. The court subsequently prohibited another Alabama death row inmate's execution without his pastor present, so the state ex executed him eight months later with his pastor at his side, praying with him and touching his leg. John Ramirez, a death row inmate, brought a lawsuit asking that he be permitted to have his pastor present at his execution and that his pastor be allowed to pray audibly and touch him while he's being executed. The question is, does Texas' decision to allow Ramirez pastor to enter the execution chamber but to not lay hands on the parishioner as he dies, sing, pray, or read scripture violate the free exercise clause of the First Amendment or the Religious Land Use and Institutionalized Persons Act? Like, it's the last fucking hour of this nigga life. <laughs> Let the pastor touch it. Like, what the f I don't know. Okay. Um, state secret, 72. Um, the court ruled that the government was not required to disclose the location of a CIA black site where a detainee at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, had been tortured. Uh, executive privilege. The court ruled that former President Donald J. Trump could not block the release of White House records to a committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol. COVID in the workplace, another 63, all conservative lines. Um, the court found that Biden administration vaccine or testing mandate for large employers were not lawful. COVID in care facilities, the court found that the Biden administration's mandate to require care workers at facilities receiving federal money to be vaccinated was lawful. And a bunch of um, ones that aren't, um, aren't, haven't been heard yet. It's the picking um, and the choosing of what the government, like, like they only want the government to be weighing in on things that benefit them. Cause it's either the government can weigh in or it can't. Like you picking and choosing. <laughs> Oh, I just hate it here. I really do. Now, another component to this is that the the legislation that they overturn that overturns Roe v. Wade also goes into legal marriage, uh, also goes into gay rights. It's a lot of different things that are now going to be challenged with the overturn of this, uh, from my understanding. And if you thought they were just going to be okay oh. and happy with abortion, then you're wrong. Because now they're coming after contraceptives. They're going to come after plan B. They're they going to come after anything that keeps a child from being born. That's what's just going to happen. I'm sorry. And that's not before. It doesn't matter about conception. Because again, yeah, contraceptive avoids conception at all. And so then there's not a question about whether the fetus is or isn't. But they want to stop that too. Like you're not about to use your 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 sex parts for stuff <laughs> if a child ain't coming out of it. Just want you to know that. Okay. <laughs> that did not finna ham. And that's just I just don't know how to shake that. It's real art. I, you know, I, I, I have nothing. I'm just so disgusted and disappointed, and just, I just hate it here. <laughs> I'm not even. I really wish that I was joking. I would really move if I had the money to, and just leave this shit behind. At this point, like I really, really would. And if anybody. 
ever decides to make that an option, because like people are always like, if you don't like it, leave. Help me leave, and I will. I'll be gone. <laughs> I have no problem with it. Y'all can have it. That's that's the story, y'all. That's the size of it, and we're at two hours in the episode. Anything else you wanted to talk about before we roll out, Red? No, I hate that we're ending on such a depressing-ass fucking... Uh, there was a Grubhub. Grubhub saved somebody, so there's that. Grubhub saved somebody, what? girl was being held hostage in her apartment. I guess her captor wanted her... I don't know how she ended up trying to order some Grubhub, but she put in the note, because you can add notes about things you want, that to call the police. And the person who got it, the order called the police and she, they gave, I think, was it Grubhub? Somebody gave him $5,000. The owners are being rewarded with $5,000 from Good, from Grubhub for helping her out. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and then the, the verses between Amaria and Mario was like good laughter. Mario is it was, it was a savage, y'all. Amaria is too. This is what happens when your confidence starts to get too high. You don't. You start just like believing that you don't have to like practice or nothing. That anything you do, people are gonna be receptive of. This nigga had a watermelon on stage. Like it was too much. And he and he he was off key. The dancing was trash. The watermelon was weird. And he brought all of these fucking people with him and still lost to Mario. <laughs> you still lost. You got B2K hits and individual hits, and you lost. <laughs> uh, the watermelon thing was really disturbing. And I love watermelon. I felt like it was very disrespectful to that fruit. Like a whole slice, too. I don't know whose creative direction chose that, but it was not a good, good, good choice. It was awkward and weird. Mm. So if you haven't seen that and you have a way to go back and view some clips, it's hilarious. If you need a laugh in these dark ass times, that shit was funny. Ray J, it it was a lot. <laughs> Let me go find this dude on TikTok. I'm gonna see if I can give y'all his name real quick. He did a breakdown of it. And it yeah. was hilarious. So like Again, Omarion's confidence in who he is, you should be very confident, but you should also be realistic about, like, none of it was good. And anybody that says Omarion won, you just one of them blind-ass fans that's going to just always say anything that the people do is good. But it was trash. (laughs) Hilariously trash. Like, shout-out to Mario. I mean, you won that by a landslide, my boy. It was the most awkward one of all the ones that I've watched. Because, I mean, come on, man. What have these early 2000s R&B niggas been doing? What have they been doing? Omar, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, like, Sammy. Sammy was okay, though. Sammy was cool. Sammy was seen. Bobby V. What have they been doing? This man came, Bobby V came out talking about some, I came out here to sing Tupac's favorite song. What the fuck that got to do with the moment right now? 
Black Berry Molasses. He said that's the song he said was Tupac's favorite song. How he know that? I don't know. <laughs> you know, Bobby V came from that uh that group named uh was it Shy? He was in Shy? Yeah. He was I in one of whichever group sang Blackberry Molasses. Was it Shy? He not old enough. No, Mr. Sorry. Mister. I was gonna say he not old enough to have been in shy. I was if I ever fell in love. Okay. Fell in love. Yeah, that's why I was like, Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, Mr. Uh, and the only song I know from them is Blackberry Molasses, but he was a member of that group. And but what what y'all niggas been doing except for smoking heavy and drinking Hennessy? Because y'all's voices is fucked up. Trash. Like y'all like Mario, Mario, wake up in the morning, put a warm towel on his throat, do a falsetto, <laughs> and then go swimming. <laughs> I don't know, but that's he, that is a part of his regimen at some point. He tends to his voice because that boy was, listen, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all the kind of energy. First off, he got two different kind of energies. First off, he got Black Air Force energy out there the whole time. Okay. <laughs> that's what Mario got the whole time. Mario. They are acting like Mario got bodies in the R&B world. They acting like Mario will put a hit out on your ass if you talk some shit to him because he just going hard at everybody. That's the first energy. The second energy is when you see somebody put up a three-pointer and then turn around and walk away without knowing whether they hit the shot or not and they just start heading to the other side of the court, but they hit that three. That's what Mario was doing. Because Mario will let he was doing shit like letting no Marion sing. So this is what he did in front of Tank. You're gonna go see this, but if you go watch it, Omarion called out Tank, him and Tank saying before they sang, he said, Oh, y'all gonna sing to each other, huh? Y'all gonna do a little number for each other. All right, all right, I don't even want to watch. He turned his back and started walking away towards the back of the stage, <laughs> you know. And so they did a little number and they sang, and then Mario came out there and did some. Let me show you how it's done. And he did some crazy run that ended up in a falsetto, and Tank had the surprised face on. Then he went up to him. Tank said, Listen, this shit can get ugly. And this ain't my verses, so I'm out of here, y'all. Shook Omarion's hand and left. <laughs> now, I don't know if that was the plan. I don't know if he was about to be gone anyway, but he got the fuck on. Now, I want to add something to this that ain't a part of this conversation. But on a Facebook status recently, somebody asked, if you could have somebody narrate your life, who would it be? And, you know, people was like Morgan Freeman and Samuel Jackson. You know, the common mm -hmm. comments all the time. My nigga is Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> I want Marshawn Lynch to narrate my life. Now, I don't know if you know that much about Marshawn Lynch, Red, but if you go to YouTube and look up just some Marshawn Lynch, he's a football player. That dude is just wholesome to me and innocently intelligent, but also gutter. <laughs> it's crazy. My second person on that list that I'm coming to really fuck with as a human is Tank. Because Tank been, did you, I know I'm going off on a tangent. Did you see, You do you know what Drink Champs is? Yeah. But I don't really watch it. Tank so. was on Drink Champs. It's where Nori, Noriega get them niggas drunk and then they have a podcast episode. That's basically what happens. They get like sloppy drunk and then they have an episode. Tank told a story about why he hate R. Kelly. 
And the reason he hate Art Kelly is because of a celebrity basketball game. And he just told his whole story about R. Kelly came to the celebrity basketball game and it was R. Kelly and 17 niggas that was fresh out of prison. And he said he don't know what kind of setup they had, but nobody could shoot the ball but R. Kelly. He said anytime they grabbed the rebound, they passed it back to R. Kelly. Anytime anything happened, they had to pass it back to R. Kelly. He was the only one that can shoot. But what made him mad is that these dudes were doing high picks and hitting him in his head every time he came across trying to defend R. Kelly. And so he's like, he got mad and went back to his football days and started tackling all of these niggas. So R. Kelly was being all, but he told a whole story. But like the way he been telling stories lately, the way he been on podcasts, his presence, I like when, when Tank, like if Tank had a podcast, he'd be a podcast I want to listen to along with Mike Tyson because I had started listening to Mike Tyson podcast, but that's just an interesting ass dude. Anyway, yeah, y'all should check that out if y'all didn't. It's you know it it's was funny. hilarious more than it'll anything. give you what you need right now. Now, <laughs> if you if you want to hear some niggas singing, go listen to the, the they singles and they hits on the radio. Oh, yeah. They singing work for damn on this thing. None of them except for Sammy and except for Mario and Tank before he got the fuck out of there. <laughs> but go check that out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'd rather end on that than the post. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a better ending. Uh, <laughs> until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.